0: All right, we are literally setting up right now. We're gonna grab a cup of coffee, clear off this area. We're gonna sit down with you guys, Andre and I together and talk to you about all of the things. Like there's usually a lot that happens whenever Andre and I talk together. It might go a little bit longer, which I know you guys will enjoy. This will be up on the podcast as well. Number one, this is for our team, for Team Uproar, but we're gonna share it publicly on our second channel. And no one knows what we're gonna talk about. It's just, we bounce off each other and it ends up kind of progressing. We're definitely gonna talk about how Andre ended up going full-time with coaching, working with me at home, how we did that, how we made that transition, how he quit his full-time job, and who knows where it'll go from there. We're definitely gonna talk business, we'll talk social media and all of the things, all of the life things. So if you're looking for some motivation, we can talk about fitness also and goals. So let's go make our coffee, we're gonna sit down. All right, we're just getting set up, we're turning down our musics, yes. We've got our cups of coffee water should we
1: cheers to start it off there we go
0: hey it's not margarita it's... clock i should have got uh, you should have got a ray Duncan i
1: know i'm not quite we as we have carl yet. here
0: with us and everything so you guys have got us for probably about 30 minutes everyone asked for andre to be more in i don't know on camera Presents you look really tanned good for you do oh, i yeah okay. hey, let's go
1: i'm happy about that
0: so we're gonna talk to you guys about. We don't really have a set plan. Andre was like, "What do you want to talk about?" I was like, "I don't know yet." But what we usually do, whenever it's just me, I have to have a plan. But whenever it's both of us, we kind of like feed off of each other. Mm-hmm. And Andre has this joke that's like, Angie, like with questions, is just like a like a like a, a jukebox. jukebox. You put like, a
1: quarter in and she goes."
0: <laughs> so I don't I don't need that much. I feel like I'm, I'm a little bit unbuttoned here. Get yeah you're excited. Looking a little bit button uh, up and sit down yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what well, we the main thing that we have gotten a lot of questions about is, do you guys work at home together? like are you youtubers? like what mm-hmm. do you do? And that's like the general public that asks that question. People that know us and obviously coaches on our team know differently, and then a lot of the basis of that once they figure that out is okay, but like how did andre end up working with you at home like that's not a normal thing at 30 how old are we
1: uh i'm 34 and you're
0: 32 oh i'm always older than i think i am but
1: but you know to to just discuss that a little bit further um going all the way back to the actual decision making process he's gonna play
0: with his toys as soon as the camera turns on it's like let me make noise it's fine so you guys will just hear some squeaking. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, but just thinking about the decision-making process, and from my perspective, because I know a lot. You know, in the brief planning session that we had prior to getting on camera, um, you said you wanted me to talk a little bit about, um, you know, why we made the decision to work in a business together, yeah. and what sort of that looked like from my perspective, and. You know, from my perspective, what I come to realize is that my professional goals didn't really align with my life goals. And what I mean by that is, you know, my vision for success in my life was to be, you know, for lack of clarity, it was just to be the CEO for the company that I work with.
0: And that was like your end. That was um, like your pipe dream.
1: Basically. Yeah. Well, it wasn't well, a pipe like the North dream, Star. but was, yeah, it was, yeah, let's call it a long-term uh, goal that I was going towards. And I had never really thought about how it, that would in, sort of integrate with my life goals. With you know, life goals were more like you know, I wanted freedom. I wanted time to travel with you, with my wife. I wanted to spend some time, you know, um,
0: like buy a dream home, yeah, and look, live in Florida, like live, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, I wanted a house in Disney. Um, you know, we had all these goals and aspirations. And my corporate goals, when I started to break them down, I come to realize that I would be stuck in an office. 14 hours a day, Yeah. I would not be traveling at will, I would not be living in Florida, that's for sure, you know, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't have a house in Florida to, to visit at will, so all that to say, you know, when we started to gain a little bit of clarity on what we wanted in our life, we realized that in working together, we can accomplish more of our life goals, and it just required that we adjust some of our professional goals.
0: I feel like that's a good point, because, <clears throat> well, whenever I think about, like, how, whenever you were working full-time, how much freedom you had, like, he would, he started traveling a lot for work and it was almost kind of oddly being like docked as like, or just perceived as like, oh, well you just went on vacation. He was like, uh-huh. no, I went on a business trip. And then if he, he would always say this to me and bothered me, like we would make up the money and, and work really, really hard to be able to go on a vacation, usually Disney world, and we'd be going. I'm like, are you excited? And I just want to like share my excitement. Be, and he would always say the same thing. I'll be excited when I'm there because he would get so much flack for it. And it never really felt like excited to travel. Mm-hmm or allowed to feel excited like to travel. So there was, th- the freedom aspect really was not there. So your work goals were not aligning with your life goals like at all. So and I think, that's I think, an interesting way to put it. You know I think.
1: what, like, and, and just in saying it, I come to realize that I'm probably not alone in that. You know, like, and you know, for example, if you're, I don't know, in med school, trying to, be an, trying to be an ER doctor and your life goal is to be free and to travel before you're 60, 50 years old and to, yeah. you know, see the world and so on. Well, you're, you're, And it's not to say there's anything...
0: Yeah, it's just like, make sure that your goals align because that could be a source of your unhappiness. But if your goals are aligning, then amazing, because that's rare. So that's what we found was like, we were fighting ourselves on ourselves. But my question to you, and I'm sure this is what people are going to say, is like, cool, but not everybody can do that. Like, I need to work my job. So what did we do? Yeah. Because it was scary. Like, we're we're not like immune from this. Like, I remember whenever... Like, I was not expecting Andre to say this. I remember you were super frustrated with your position.
1: Yeah, what I should say first and foremost is like... I, I was treated well at my corporate job. You know, like yeah, it, like generally, he had a
0: good. He liked his job. I,
1: I was not. I was not unhappy there. I just want to make sure yeah, that's yeah. clear. You know, like I was not an unhappy individual at my no. corporate job, though there were things that made me, um, that irked me. Let's say, but, uh, but yeah, you know, like it, it's it's that. I'm sorry. You were going. But you that's going somewhere I, my sorry. point.
0: Is like that's such a big life shift to like literally oh, yeah. up and quit your job basically at the age of 30. So I'm well, like. But how I'm just sure because I would say this, I'd be like, Yeah, that's nice for you. But like, I need to work my job. So how did we do it? So first, I didn't end up I never actually had my full time job. Like I never pursued it. I got out of university with a degree in architecture. I looked for a job. But we got the business. You had, up a small,
1: and, you had a small business. Prior yeah, two, so, so you weren't doing this full time. Yeah, I wasn't doing
0: nothing. And I wasn't doing coaching full time. I had my business. But I needed to get the business off the ground fast enough. And I'll just be honest, that was enough motivation for me. It was either I, and that could be enough for you is it was two pen two basically roads. And I was at a fork in the road and it was like, which way am I going to go? Am I going to need to get a side job and a side hustle? Or am mm-hmm. I going to need to go out and get a job and work for someone or can I make this thing take off? So I had such a powerful and very simple reason. And I'll just be honest, a sense of friggin' urgency because there was only so many months that I had left before I could be, or him be okay with being the sole provider and the one that was work. Like it just didn't make sense. We weren't bringing enough money. Mm-hmm. So that work that's how i ended up doing this full time and it was very quick because i just i worked hard there's not there's nothing else and i know a lot of people would be like that's nice but i did like stupid hours like i just i i made it work like more hours than one for would sure. normally put for in sure. and then for you well, it if, was scary like, yeah
1: 100 percent. it was a and huge decision it, it was a big decision and but i think you know like to answer your question on like how you go from working in a corporate job to working in the scenario that we're in now like I think the very first step, and hopefully you agree with me on this, was gaining clarity on what it is that we wanted to accomplish in our life. Yeah. And what I mean by that is we literally grabbed the pen and paper and started writing down what the perfect day looked like. You know, like what does, yeah. really tu- do that. what does the perfect we really did do that? One hundred percent. What does the perfect Tuesday hour. look like? Mm-hmm. Seriously. And like, where, what time do you wake up at, and why? And who do you work with? Where do you work? Do You work from home on a beach, or do you work from an office in a high, t- you know, in a tower? Like we we broke everything down. And what I came to realize, and you came to realize this obviously as well, is when we broke down what our ideal day in life looked like, it, it didn't really align with what I was working towards, which again, was to be the CEO of the, work, the company that I worked with, I recognized that there were so many conflicting professional goals with life goals. So what, you know, the first step that I took is, it's, you know, I, I adjusted my focus every day at the at the bottom of my, my to-do list, I can write out a goal. If the goal was- He really does this. I, and to this day, I still I do wanna,
0: it. I almost want to go get your pad of paper. So he has a pad of paper upstairs and he keeps previous days. And every single day, there's like a different goal. And I'll share the, the coolest one. He had for a year, we bought lot XYZ.
1: As was morning in
0: here. yeah in golden time. oak like that that was on his to-do list and then one a the lot
1: changed once too yeah
0: yeah <laughs> and then uh this summer i went into his office like i was so frustrated because i heard through the grapevine that someone was looking at our lot and i was like how, like, and we worked so hard that day as if like one 24 hour day would make a difference. <laughs> I but I remember we hustled so hard. <laughs> we got real desperate. And we were like, we gotta make this work. We gotta lock down this lot before someone else does. Cause we just thought like, if this doesn't happen, then like, this is our, that was like our one goal. So I went into his office and I crossed it off instead of writing this, he wrote this year. Like we've bought lot X, Y, and Z this year. I wrote this week. And then it ended up happening that day. Like we called and we have it on camera. Yeah. I'll share it. Yeah, we I'll, should. I'll, I'll like cut here and I'll share whenever but- we can. <laughs> Wow. Hi. I have Andre here with me and I figured it was worth a phone Hi, Andre. call. Okay. All right, alright.
1: All right. So, I mean, um I guess you could probably guess why we're calling, but we absolutely 100% want to lock in lot ASAP. I oh, do. Okay. I do. Yeah. Is that, <laughs> yes, we'd like to lock it in. Um and we're ready to, you know, take on whatever needs to be done from this point forward to to make it official. Changing one word on the uh, <laughs> on the dream board would change everything this week. I was like, this week, huh? Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Call. But what it allows you to do is every day, if you have a goal at the bottom of your list, you can look at your to-do list and see if there's at least one to five items on that to-do list that contributes to that goal. So whenever the goal was buy lot XYZ this week, I knew that on my to-do list 100% had to be look at our finances, look at, you know, strategize, like, does look this at make sense? The, yeah, exactly. Can we make sense of this? And that would, that basically became my top priority that day. So whenever we realized that my corporate job was not necessarily yielding the life of our dream, so to speak, um, you know, I wrote down at the bottom of my list to leave the corporate job, you know, like at some point in time. And we didn't really know when, I think at the time we had probably set like a three year goal for me it to leave just my, in your,
0: on your radar. And I yeah. don't think that enough people put enough like clout into that. Like, A lot of that's I've talked about this before. If you've never seen my my spiel on like it was how to get motivated or something, and I said like smart goals are bullshit. Like Mm -hmm. the the whole smart goals is basically an acronym for like, oh my god, like scheduled and there's a date attached and it's specific and it's measurable and it's attainable. Do you think that we ever thought that buying a house in in in, on Disney dirt was attainable? No, that was a that was that was literally a pipe dream. That was like good friggin' luck. And so when we three years ago now they took us to go see So we got an email and someone said, Hey, would you like to come visit the neighborhood in Disney? And I remember telling Andre like they've got, we have to be honest and tell them like, this is nowhere near being able to be a possibility for us. And we can't be those people that go in just to see the house and are like, Oh sure. It's really nice. But like we're never gonna buy Mm -hmm. it. So it was not an attainable goal. That's why I think that like smart goals are bullshit because if you just have it on your radius of possibilities, that's amazing. It doesn't have to be specific. It doesn't have to be measurable. You just know that you friggin' want it. Like that's good enough. And I think that you reminding yourself of that every single day and basing a to-do list off of that is good enough.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. So
0: So same with quitting your job.
1: Uh-huh. Exactly. So at the bottom of that list was for me to leave my corporate job and ultimately work your business with you or our business together full time so if my to-do list and and this was my previous life right because i didn't have any clarity on what i wanted in life i'd spend 12 hours a day at the office there's nothing wrong with that if that's the my god carl you are he just really wants to just ignore him i know (laughs) so but you know i was spending 12 hours a day at the office and i had no clarity so i would spend 12 hours focusing on the activities that would ultimately get me to be, quote unquote, the CEO of this business, right? And when I was able to get some clarity, and I was able to uh, make that shift, I reviewed my to-do list, and instead of spending 12 hours at the office, I spent 10 hours or 8 hours at the office. Because really,
0: there was no reason why you were doing that. Only
1: the culture. Only the culture pushed me to do it. He
0: used to leave when it was dark and be home when it was dark, and I felt like... I know I always say that, but it used to drive me crazy because I, I would be like trying to plan dinner and he'd walk through the door at like five 30 and he would leave at five 30 mm-hmm. in the morning. So dark and dark. Yeah. And I remember whenever he was still working his corporate job when we started building this house. And it, I just, my word of that season in my life was, I am so overwhelmed yeah. because there was so many things that instead of experiencing it together, I was like tackling it. And I felt like we were like, div- like not divided, but I just felt like I never saw you. And it was like, at night we would, so there was no quality time. And then when he would come home, it was like he would plug into the coaching business and we'd work at that together. So you literally were just always working. Mm -hmm. So whenever you scaled back and you started like using the lunch hour to like build the business and those were little things, but huge things that it made such a difference. And instead of, you know, showing up, like you said, for 12 hour days. Yeah,
1: not, not really understanding why I'm doing it. And I, and I hear it from people all the time because I work very closely with our coaches and often they'll say like, I don't really have time. And, and I'm like, okay, well, let's break down your day. Well, I get to the office at 6 a.m. and then I leave at six. I'm like, okay, what's what's the end goal there? And I speak from my own experience because I know that sometimes the end goal is is nothing. It's all for naught, right? It's all for a counterproductive goal that's not aligned with what you want out of life. So um, again, evaluate, make sure that you used to
0: help me with that too. And that's why, like you said something really interesting about like Andre actually talks to our coaches first. So you sorry, you guys are de- Carl is It's just like a we treat. have kids, but it's just a little tiny seven pound dog. He just really wants attention right now. He'll work through himself. <laughs> So, but that's what we wanted. That was one of our goals. Be home with the dog. Like he doesn't have to be in a cage. He's with us all day. He has a mm-hmm. beautiful life. He doesn't even know it. So one thing that in the, especially in the beginning phase of the growth of my business, because in the beginning, it was just me that started it. And it was really like a, I hope that this works type yeah. of thing. Like I'm going to start this. I'm passionate about it. And he saw that and I really wanted to work, but we would have these meetings almost nightly and Andre would have to like reorganize me because I'm very much like the creative. I'm like, I want to do this and I want to do this and I have all these ideas. And he's like, cool, but like where does this take you? And mm-hmm. he used to always say like, what's your lowest lying fruit? Get that done, take that off your do list. And he had all of these systems that basically turned me into like a business person. So that's why I think that like it's the greatest gift. I always say this to my coach and like when you get started, the biggest gift I can give you is my nightly meeting with Andre. <laughs> have him. So he does, he like gets our coaches started. And he answers all their questions. And then once they advance, just like to the first milestone, which is like two seconds, Mm -hmm. but once they've shown that they're like committed and they're in it, then Andre does like, okay, let's put out a business, a business strategy, just like you did with me. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing. And so kind of flipping the script to like, how do we work together? That's what I was going to say is you're very like you organize stuff, you kind of keep my head on straight and I'm very much the creative that has no rhyme or reason as to what I'm doing. But I'm the, where that comes in handy is I'm very good at leading a team. Like my leaders that are like the rock stars that they've kind of taken off and they're about like, I don't know, six months into this or more that I can do because I I think that I'm very good at conveying vision to them Mm -hmm. and to, and belief. So that's kind of where we divide and conquer. And that's one thing that we get asked a lot is, well, my spouse doesn't believe in this or my spouse doesn't believe in my business. Or how the heck do you work with your spouse all day and live with your spouse and work in the same house and not kill each other? We've been together since I'm fifteen mm-hmm. and we've always owned businesses together. We've done everything businesses
1: or projects.
0: <laughs> like our whole life. We've been Legitimate like this. Not, we've been yeah. like this forever. So we've, Mm -hmm. we've grown and learned how to work together over the years. And the number one biggest thing is divide and conquer. If Uh you want to work with your spouse, you've got to figure out what you're each good at and what you're each passionate about. And wives or husbands, if you're the one starting the business, don't give your crappy garbage to-do list to your husband or to your wife and be like, well, I don't want to do, I don't want to do the laundry. (laughs) I don't want to answer emails. And like, you can take care of the kids. Here you go. We we don't, we run a business together. So that would be my biggest tip to you is like, actually divide and conquer like figure out what they're good at and what they're passionate about
1: yeah You know, and I think I think one of the most common mistakes that couples in business do or couples in life, right? First of all, they don't have a common vision for their successful life together Yeah, they have their own individual views on what their life should look like align your and, shit Yeah, hundred percent like the conversation that Angie and I had about our ideal life It wasn't me pointing out my ideal life and then her pointing out her ideal life It was very much about together our ideal life then you're not just running an individual redundant race. You're you're focusing every single day on taking steps closer to accomplishing the life that you set out to accomplish. So I leverage my strength, which is, you know, are what they are. It's not really relevant for this well, conversation. You're very my point good is at
0: like looking at a goal that a person has from a macro has, level and zooming in with that person helping them see it at a macro level and showing them the path to take basically like dotting out the plan mm-hmm. and showing them the map to take and you're very good at managing a team.
1: I appreciate the compliment.
0: You're um, welcome but, and you're a very clean but, individual. Yes,
1: I am very clean. Um, but my point is more so about, you know, instead of running a race simultaneously run a race together, you'll get so much further along. And we see Leverage that a lot s- in
0: this business, couples, they'll run, the they'll run the race. Every business separ- and life separately, like
1: the business of life. Why is the would same you thing? combine
0: forces? And the, the mm. my point in this is when you get to the goal, you celebrate together. It's not mm. like one gets the goal and celebrates and the other one is jealous or resentful and they'll be like, I'll be there in a year. Like you're literally celebrating and enjoying together. Cause you're running the race together mm. and you will get there so much faster because you've divided and conquered.
1: So, of course, I'm always the one who's like, strategy. But, uh, (laughs) so, you know, what you do, essentially, if if you are intending on working with your spouse or do want to create a combined vision with your spouse, you know, establish each other's, like, or identify, I guess, each other's strengths and look at how you can manage the household, the business, life, how you can utilize those strengths for creating the best possible culture right and
0: And it is doable because i i feel like every time that we have these talks i can almost hear like on the other side someone watching this because i almost feel like we're like sitting across the table from like a couple or like someone that wants to talk to their husband or their wife or whatever (laughs) and that's listening but i always hear like what they're saying like yeah but like we just don't have time bro i have so many thoughts on this so one how many night how many nights a week do you watch tv how many hours a night do you watch tv Oh, yeah. How much time do you spend on your phone? Use that that new thing on the phone that says like how many screen times time, you, yeah. screen time screen time average per day. Um, have you do you know what happened on the most recent season of what's that show? I don't know. Uh, Go- Goat? Goat Game of Thrones. Game of
1: Thrones. <laughs> do you know?
0: Do you know what happened? Because we we don't. We have no idea. And that's not to say that we're like here. It's that that's not our priority. We had. A stupid, insane, huge goal that was more important to us than anything else right now was to buy this dream home and to get after it. So everything else that either didn't make us super happy as a couple unit, because this is our family, like as our little family, that number one, or that raised our bank accounts. Yeah, our internal vibration of happiness. I know that's for our, our new account. line <laughs> for the year. If it doesn't raise your internal vibration of happiness for your little family under your roof and your bank account that's getting you towards your goal, then you don't need to do it. So going out to beers with friends, which was something that we used to do a mm-hmm. lot. We, you guys, we used to live in the downtown core of where, of our city. We live in Ottawa, Canada. We used to live in downtown core. We were the hub. We were like cleared out of alcohol on a Thursday night because everyone would come to our house. We'd be up till two o'clock in Wednesday. the morning. It was crazy. <laughs> Every day, didn't So matter. we started thinking like, where is our time going? Like where, mm-hmm. what are we prioritizing? And that is always my answer. If something is not working enough for you, whether it be your business idea is not taking off, or your new business that you're just started, if you're a coach and your business hasn't taken off yet, or crap, your relationship with your spouse—it's just not enough of a priority. Yep. Agreed. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing broken. You just need to make it a priority.
1: Can I say something else about goals? Because you just talked about like whenever our goals. See, I told more... you
0: this would happen. It's like when you're two. It's like like when if it was just 20 me. Twenty minutes. Ooh, we've been going at it for a while now. That's
1: good. Um, but. Yeah, you know, like when you're clear on your goals, there's two things, okay? So to, to circle all the way back to the beginning, you know, became clear on, on our vision for success in our lives, um, decided that I would spend a little bit less time focusing on my corporate career and a little bit more time focusing on our business. Then eventually the time came where I came home, right? And I actually remember the conversation that you and I had because it totally took you by surprise. And the backstory yeah. is something had happened at work that day that totally threw me over the top. And it was such a
0: random start, thing.
1: Totally random. But it was
0: just, it was the straw that broke the camel. It, it was the, the straw like, I that I broke the camel's back. don't wanna live back. this
1: life. And in our our heads at the time, we we're still thinking we're two years out before I leave my corporate job, and we went for every night—not every night anymore because it's cold out—but during the summertime, every night we walk go over to it. Yeah. We're close to a little Italy over here, so mm-hmm. we walk over to a coffee shop and we have a conversation on our the way there and back. And that day, I—we were contemplating whether we we're going to go to Disney or not. And um, this time, it wasn't money that was the issue; it was time off for me. And so we had been debating it the weeks prior: Are we going? Are we not going? She, you know, Angie would always ask me. Can you get the time off, yes or no? And, and I was like
0: at this point, like I had to book it or we're not going.
1: And for me, like I had to work up the courage to ask for the time off because we, we were opening stores and it was a busy time. And um, so I just I just told Angie, I think there's a way that we can go to Disney. And you were like inquisitive, like what's the way? Why don't I just leave my corporate job? I remember why exactly I my where job? I was. Yeah. yeah, why don't I leave my job and we can, we can focus on the business. And I, I, I felt a certain level of confidence and comfort that working together we can get somewhere with the business. So, um, that's how that, that went down. And then about a month and a half later, I was out of my corporate job and I was working the business full time with you. We went to Disney that year, which was great. A little stressful for me. Huge, cause it was a huge new scenario. Leap of faith. Yeah. But you know, what's, what's interesting. And I was just going to say about goal setting. I know that's a long way to go about talking about goal setting. When you're clear on your goals, the process of working towards them becomes fun
0: mm-hmm. and the
1: opinions of others become less relevant. So when Angie talks about, like, no longer being the hub for our friends uh, and us putting more focus on our business versus hanging out with buddies and going out to drinks and stuff, sure, at first people were, like, raised eyebrows. But eyebrow. you know
0: what? The friends that stayed are the friends that were supposed they're the, to. Like, they're I have a friend ones. in mind that was, like, 100%. Mike was yeah. always one that was our, he is the happiest per like, no problems the rest of them like some of them are gone yeah. you know what wasn't meant to be so assess your surroundings assess what you're allowing in and maybe some stuff that needs to be not a priority maybe it's for the best and for us i can honestly tell you on the other side it was for the best mm-hmm.
1: well our, our, our goals quite frankly just became more important to us than what people thought of us yeah and i'm not saying that in the t- in the way that we will burn bridges to, no, to accomplish our goals. No, it's just like goals. if someone
0: isn't okay with you like working towards your dreams and they're frustrated by that and sometimes that can happen that it's a spouse that thinks that but it might mm-hmm. just be because they feel like you're leaving them behind.
1: Yeah, you're growing past that. Yeah, yeah,
0: so include your spouse but if, if a friend or coworker, whatever is, or a family member is not okay with it, it's not your problem. Like that does, your goal should be something that excites you and something that is bigger than that. So to us, it, we just worked past it and we just, we, we made a lot of sacrifice. But so this is something, and you'll jump in on this. I'm sure it's not that bad. Like we make a lot of sacrifices, but you're not that hard done by. So we work hard. We work every single day, whether like one, one cool thing that we get asked a lot about whenever we're in Disney, especially. So we always stay at the yacht club until we have our house, but we always stay at the yacht club. And we started saying on the club level four, it was just like a goal that we had. We want to stay on the club level floor. And the reason why is we can just work in, they have like this little area where they serve like cocktails and it's very us to have like cocktails and work, but it's just a cool little spot instead of always going to a restaurant or a bar and having our laptops mm-hmm. out. And they always ask us like, what do you guys do? So we, we share like, well, we're plugged and they they go, well, why are you working on your vacation? We are happy as clams to be, you know, we go to the park first thing in the morning, take a break at about three, work for two hours till five then have a glass of wine at cocktail hour and then go back out. That's a pretty good life. Like we're, we're not that hard done by, but it's something so simple to do, to plug in for two hours or at the park or 12 hours when we're at home on a crazy busy day. But that's just how we are. And yes, some people might look at that and be like, that's crazy but at this in the same breath they'll look at our goals or our accomplishments and say well how'd you do that
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's a good point
0: that's how <clears throat> it's we just don't we don't let go like we don't let the foot off the gas and we don't let the train slide down because then all you have to do is be like okay I've got this is the yeah. same thing with fitness Thinking it's like just stay on it
1: mm-hmm. and, yeah what's that saying do what others are unwilling to do and you will accomplish things others are unable to accomplish
0: yeah something along those lines yeah, all I, I, had I feel my, like I butchered that all or I had in, oh yeah um, <laughs> I know what you're point. saying. It's like,
1: well, it, it, it's a fact. I, th- I think, you know, like when we go to Disney, I think we're the only ones plugging into work, but I also respect the fact that we enjoy f- freedom. But We that, love
0: that, what we do. And uh-huh. I think that that, if you can find passion, but I call bullshit too on like, if if you say, mm-hmm. well, I, I'm, I don't know what I'm, or it's just hard work or I'm not passionate about it, Then find something that you love about your goal or your passion or your side hustle or whatever it is that you're trying to grow. Yeah. So if it's coaching, it's coaching and find something that you love. Like one thing that I love is I love creating content and I love the feedback that I get when said content goes out. I love it. Whether it's a call like this for my team, whether it's a full university that they have access to and they see me every single day in there or whether it's like a live video for my coat, my challengers. Like I love that. So to find what it is like, what do you love? And it, then it doesn't become about the monotonous BS of like, I need to grow my followership and which mm-hmm. hashtag do I use? And I need to make more money. It, those don't become metrics that matter anymore because yeah. you're not consumed by, you're not in the weeds.
1: Well, when, when you take, so whenever you're thinking about your perfect life, your ideal life and you eliminate the label of what something my is.
0: bicep looks huge right now. It does look
1: great, fantastic, good Thank job. You. Thanks.
0: Um, are you making fun of me? Or are you no. Saying- oh, I thought, so you- <laughs> I thought you were so like, yeah, you're cute with a no, little bicep. No,
1: who am I? I'm wearing a sweater, so. Um, but- um,
0: You're kicking me out of the frame slowly. But I'm sorry. You're just like- you Here go. Andre's a
1: camera i a hog. camera hog. I want all the so. attention. Okay. No, sorry. Um, what was I saying? What was I saying?
0: Identifying goals.
1: No. That's not what I was saying. Dang it. I lost my train of thought.
0: Mm. Welcome to my life. Oh, I talked, I was talking about in the weeds, hashtags and like money and like when you're so consumed by like smaller metrics that don't really matter and you're not like getting after your goals.
1: Someone's gonna- Oh, sc- yes, oh yes, 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 No, no, I'm sorry, Someone's I'm probably sorry.
0: screaming like, this
1: is why I'm Yeah, I know, I know, for sure, or, for Or sure. stop interrupting. Yeah, no, it was, it was about um, labeling, right? Like, so, you know, if, if you focus, you know, if you look at your ideal life and you break down your ideal day, think about the activities that you do and not the label that you put on it. Because ultimately, you know, for example, if Angie wants to be, you know, wants to generate content oh, yes. and wants yes. to help people and wants to mentor people and so on, you know, she could easily go on and, you know, seek a path of being a teacher or whatever it is, right? Like you could seek a path, but if you're able to just identify the activities without putting a label on it, you can find something that suits your desires perfectly. Does that make sense? Like, And your business is what I'm saying now, your business should be built around, given you want to be in business for yourself, should be built around those activities. Like those are the mean, activities that you-
0: Like I wanted to be well, really just, creative. Yeah,
1: you outlined what, what activity, like you didn't say, I wanna be a coach. You said, I wanna create content, yeah. I want to engage equally ambitious women who want, and men, some, some guys, um, you know, who want to accomplish big things. Um, you know, I want feedback when I give it my content and then boom, you, you established this coaching Like what business. I want to
0: see my, like what I basically choose my role. Exactly. Well, okay. So I thought you were gonna make a different point. So I'll oh, just, okay. I'll just take the point that, point that I thought huh? you were going to make, yeah, go but for that's, it. but I, so that's for someone that's like trying to find their, I mm. guess place as like what, what brings me joy in my side hustle. Mm-hmm. And trying to like not label like I'm a coach or I'm starting a business on Etsy well, the or like whatever irrelevant, it is. is my yeah. Point. yeah. So stop labeling. I literally never label myself as like I'm a coach. It's like I'm not. I do so much, well, more, so much than more than that. Now.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, so, so what what I points. thought you
0: were gonna say was like more of a smaller scale of people that label well. I want this many followers. So instead of making the goal labeled as I want this many followers, why wouldn't you label it as I will produce this many videos or I want this many, like, I want to grow my Instagram to be this or I want to grow my income to be this Well, scale it back. Cause I'll tell you that the goal, like you can have the goal, write it down, have it as one of your goals. But the thing that's going to push it forward is a different metric. You can't just go there and say, well, I want this many followers or I want to make this much money or I want to, get this many likes on a picture. I feel like, especially in like this generation where a lot of our businesses, at least our businesses, is very much focused on social media, which allows for the freedom, but we get consumed by those numbers. And we almost let like the numbers of followers define us or a big question I get is I don't get that many views on my stories. Cool. Neither did I, but that's the last thing that I focus on. I thought, how many times a day am I like, I switch the metrics. How many days times a day am I posting? What am I posting? Yeah. How much engagement how much you can control? Yeah, how, exactly. Like, and more like the depth of the, the metric, like mm-hmm. there's no depth to saying how many views you get. You don't know who's viewing it. There's people that are just famous by deep. Whoa, what happened? It turned us off.
1: How, when do you know?
0: No, it just did. I was watching. Okay. Oh boy. That could have been bad. Yeah, it been So really bad. there's people that just have a lot of followers by default and get a ton of views, but zero follow through into business or what they're trying to grow or towards the end goal. Like Andre said, so it's all for nothing. So what's your goal? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? And the, my point in this is, if you're trying to grow a business from it and you're trying to reach more people or help more people, then what are you putting out? If you're just putting out stuff just to put out stuff, then don't expect it to grow. Does that make sense? What I'm Understand. trying to say? Yep.
1: It's got to be an end goal in mind, for sure. And
0: yeah, end goal in mind, but more than just the superficial, yeah. surface level yeah, yeah. metric. Like, what do you actually want out of it? And that will be the thing that ends up growing that number. I hope that makes sense. What makes else? Makes
1: complete sense. I feel like we covered a lot. I feel like this was this, there's a lot to to chew on right now. Can we
0: talk about how you know, speak of camera hogs? Andre is like off of his pillow. <laughs> He's not even on the pillow right now. <laughs>
1: Oh, and and I wasn't they, meant to sit like this. I
0: know. Time. If, so we're going to sit down after this and do a gift guide. So I did a gift guide for her and Andre is going to do a gift guide for him. And he's going to, I don't even know what to expect, but you're going to be sitting like this again. And the last mm. time that we did a gift guide, like two, two years ago or three years ago in that room. Two years and right. I left the camera running and Andre was like, he gets up and he's like, and I like left the whole thing in the video. It's, my
1: knees cracked and everything. It's it was on ugly. my channel. It was, it was really, really funny. <laughs> like, Hopefully, that
0: doesn't
1: happen and again. And in
0: that video, Carl took a sip of my coffee.
1: coffee. Yeah, that was not good either. I'm surprised, into I'm a really surprised I didn't get dog.
0: hate for that. Okay, yeah. I hope that this was valuable for you guys. If you want to see more of Andre, let us know in the comments. <laughs> um, we will be on. So, this will actually have been premiering on my other channel. I love whenever we do a premiere mm-hmm. because then we can be on live. We will be on together on live. Answering the comments live. So if you were on and you are on now, we're on with you. So surprise we're doing that tonight <laughs> yeah,
1: But this is at the end of the video, so nobody. going no until the end of the video <laughs> I'll put a
0: little title or something you're
1: have to, Yeah, you have to warn people. Edit I'll edit
0: hand. it in post. That's what professional people You want to
1: edit this message and bring it to the front
0: No, that's why I do the editing. That doesn't even make sense
1: Okay <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, you or, guys,
0: um, make sure that you give this a thumbs up. If you aren't subscribed to this channel yet, it's going to be a lot of like sit down talks, like vlogs like that. We're just like going at, like super raw, almost unedited type of content, which mm-hmm. I'm all about. And we will rip the audio from this and put it on our podcast as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's going to go out our podcast. T- I tried to say our, that's another relationship it. tip. Mm-hmm. It's ours, not mine. Always. Yeah. Um, this is going out to our team first. And we'll leave any like contact and stuff information down below. Am I forgetting anything? See, I have a full rigmarole of things I say on my main channel, like give a thumbs yeah, up, subscribe. give it a thumbs up, subscribe. But on here, it's like so much. I just want to make sure that everybody knows where they can reach us and whatnot. We'll leave all the links in the description for you guys, and we're we're always available via emails. So, all right. Hope you guys enjoyed the coffee. We, the next one should be a margarita clock. I'm gonna make you a margarita. Let's do it. Okay. Bye, you guys.